Even though I tell myself that 40 is the new 20, I have to be realistic and accept the fact that even though my mind is 20 and I think my body feels 20, my body has 40 years of wear on it. 40 plus actually. So talking with Morgan gave Brienne and I insight as to exercises that are best for our 40-year-old bodies. So hey, go ahead and grab something to drink, sit down, and let's learn something new. a married mom of two, want-to-be Martha Stewart, who would rather spend her time planning elaborate dinner parties, when in reality, I'm procrastinating about making my family matching t-shirts with my Cricut maker. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Brianne, and I'm an HGTV and Hallmark Channel junkie. I currently live in Houston, Texas with my husband and three young kids. What about being from the Bronx? You made fun of me last time I said it, so it's nice to be out. Well, now they know. Brienne's from the Bronx. The boogie down. Hello, and welcome back. How are you today, Brienne? I'm good. Good. Well, today we have with us Morgan, who is a group fitness instructor. So I have so many questions to ask her, mostly about, you know, like my hips. But first, we're going to (laughs) ask... Morgan to introduce herself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and why did you get into fitness? Um, Well, um, I teach a lot of different classes, different formats. I kind of like to um, teach different things because I think the kiss of death with fitness is if you get bored doing the same thing over and over, you're not going to want to get up and do it every day. So I think it's important to like keep it fresh, always change up what you're doing. Um, so you stay inspired so you can, you know, keep doing it every day. Um, and I started out, you know, just really doing dance as a kid and I danced my whole life. And I think dance was really kind of what started my love of fitness and movement. And it just always felt good to me. I noticed, I was kind of a different person when I was moving my body okay. and when I was more sedentary, I felt like I was in a different space in my brain. Okay. And, um, I really noticed a difference after I had my second child, I have three kids. Um, but after my second child, I really felt like I was struggling with postpartum depression and the only thing that dug me out of that hole was when I rediscovered fitness and started moving my body again, and um, it was a game changer for me. Okay, okay so <clears throat> you were, I'm trying to picture this here. So you went back to the gym. Were you not in the gym before you had um, your second child? Yeah, I wasn't as good about working out. It was kind of like after I had my son, my first child, you know, the mm-hmm. kids start to take over, and you're just like, oh, I don't have time for that. You're not sleeping very well. And right. so, yeah, I wasn't really a, a fit person at all at that point in my life. Guys, you can't see her, <laughs> but I can't imagine. I can't imagine I can't her imagine. not being a fit person. Like, you say you're a fit, you know, my baby just a little bit of a 
touch somewhere. No, it is true. I like to see before and after pictures. Yeah, I need to. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not envisioning. <laughs> I can't see it. No. But um, so okay. So I'm trying to picture this. So you're your mom, you're all into the mom thing, you have your <laughs> second baby, and you're like, okay, I need I need something else, I need an outlet. I'm gonna go work out to lose weight, or just you went to work out because you just went to move because it was yes. your passion from when before you had children because you yeah. loved dancing. Well, I don't think I even noticed it then. It was just like the YMCA had childcare. And my husband was always really consistent about going to work out. And he was like, I think you should go exercise. You know, it was like, he was really encouraging about it. And that's when Oprah was on. I used to go every day at four o'clock and like walk on the treadmill just so I could watch Oprah and not be interrupted. And my kids were in the childcare. So it was more like, you know, preserving a little time for myself at that point. And then I started to realize on the days when I wasn't working out how, it was a completely different, uh, for me personally, it was, I felt so different right. about everything. Um, so I really think it, it, it helped me treat some depression and anxiety in my life. And I still really believe that, you it, know, it's probably true. I had, uh, an associate that I know who her doctor told her that she needed to go back out running. And that was one of the things that she used to treat her postpartum and it helped. I don't even think that she ended up needing medication because it was just something that one thing in her life that was constant, that was missing. And since you were an active person, maybe that's what it was for you. Your yeah. body just needed that, that activity. Yeah. So and how did you go from um, <clears throat> being in the class to now leading the class? Um, well, I think, um, just as I, you know, progress in exercise, you know, you start out in the wellness center on the treadmill or the elliptical, and then you're like, Hmm, well, I see these ladies going to class here. Maybe I'll try this out. And then I tried a few different classes. I went to a class, um, with Elliot where, um, some people know Elliot and, and it was a weights class and I fell in love with like picking up heavy things. And you're just, not bulky, even if you live. You know, I mean, that's what so many women are afraid of. They're like, I'm going to look like a man. You know what I mean? And it's like, you have to eat so much protein and take so many like testosterone supplements and lift such heavy weight all the time to really build that kind of mass. Like women's bodies just aren't geared that way. So that's like an unrealistic <clears throat> fear that you're going to totally. look like a man. But weightlifting, picking up, you know, some kind of weight, like it's going to, it changes your body. It changes, you're not going to weigh less. You're going to uh, drop sizes and inches. Right. So anyways, I fell in love with weightlifting. And then there was also a dance class that I started going to. And it reminded me of my love for dance. And then before I knew it, I was like, you know what? A third child came along and I felt like I was consumed by the momminess and that I didn't have anything that was like, this is for me. I still, um, you know, can have this important thing for myself and everything's not about my children and taking care of everyone else. I was like, I really need to do this. So I talked to another instructor and I decided to uh, get my first certification and then what was that? It was in nightclub cardio, a oh. dance class. Oh, do you still teach this? I do. Yes, she does. So fun. Yeah. I, I used to take dance club cardio. Really? That's, so that's how I met her. What yeah. do you teach, if you don't mind sharing that? At the YMCA. That's okay. where I teach nightclub Which cardio. Which one? 
the one on 34th. Okay. Yeah, the Foster YMCA. And um, and it's such a fun class, and we just have a great time in there. But then it's like, you know, after you get one certification, you're just like, and I want to teach this, and I want to teach this. I mean, every instructor, watch, it's the same way. They start out with one. And then before you know it, they're just like, and, and, and they're just adding to their little collection of certifications. What does certification entail? It's different for depending on, you know, what you're getting certified in. Well, tell us more about nightclub cardio. Nightclub what cardio did that was entail? a really easy weekend workshop, <laughs> okay. you know, and then some of them are more intense where, you know, you have, um, to study for an exam and you know you've got to prepare over like a six month period and then you have to pass the exam and also pass like a um an actual you know performance or like audition type thing before they'll give you the certification so it just kind of depends mm. on what you're i don't have enough rhythm doing. to change classes <laughs> <laughs> well i mean I'm there's something for place. everyone though that's the great thing about fitness i mean it's so vast and and there's something I really and truly believe that, you know, people are like, oh, I hate working out. I'm like, no, you just haven't taken the right class. See, I'm yet. a class person. Yeah. It's hard to just get me into the gym to do like the treadmill. I would never do a treadmill. So boring, right? It is. Yeah. But classes, I would take classes all day long. Right. Before, it's like everything is before children. Everything is always right. BC. <laughs> before children, I worked exactly. out three hours a day. Now, I don't even know if I work out. So yeah. Hopefully I gain some inspiration. Yeah. And I think the group classes also, they kind of help keep people accountable. You know, you get used to seeing the same people mm -hmm. every day in the class. They're like, oh, well, you weren't here. We missed you, you know, and, and you have your little group. And so it is good because on, on your own, most people are not very good mm -hmm. sticking to things when it, it, they're doing it on their own, yeah. you know. I'm definitely a group class person because at one point I was going to the Y almost every day and then... I, the weekends would come and I'm like, oh, I can't make it to the Y on the weekends. I, I, so I ordered, um, I don't know, some like workout video that I saw on TV. I'm like, I definitely need that. I need <laughs> that in my it. life, you know, to do on the weekends. I, I can't. Did you ever do it? And then I did. I put it on. I started to do it. And I realized it, I didn't have the energy. Mm -hmm. The energy of the class, the, the time when we it's the finally music and get the people yes. right, and it's like, yes. there's always a moment, like in Morgan's class or in Elliot's class, and these are all like Zumba or nightclub cardio, where the whole class finally gets the dance right, mm -hmm. and we're like so proud of ourselves. I was we're never like, in yes, that class. Yes, <laughs> well, it's not, it's not that you don't get it for the entire class, yeah. but it's like there's a moment. There's always yeah. a moment, like five steps or something and we all got it we're just like yes you got it <laughs> and I had no one to be like I got it or I, I didn't or if I messed up to look over that person like oh you know me I never yeah. know what I'm doing or right. you know I had no I didn't have that have yes. you ever mastered around the world what around, around the world on step there's a oh, oh I, I've never I don't do step I'm afraid I'm gonna trip me so too. I don't, I don't, I don't do step I know. I so you like step well I did but I was always doing my own thing I was always on the wrong beat, the wrong foot, but it was fun. But as long as you like it. And you're moving. And you're moving. It doesn't matter. But you just feel stupid when you're up right. there. And it's like everyone else is moving and you're moving left and they're moving right. But it's fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I think also for me, like um, at the Y, there's so many different levels that 
you're not the only one off beat. Right. You're not the, and you know, it's just me feeling conspicuous because I know I'm. For sure. That's why I always say I'm like, I'm like, no one else is paying attention to you. They're all like worried about whether or not they're doing it right. So if you mess up, like you're probably the only one who knows it, you know? And no one cares. Yeah. Because it, you know, yeah, you just want to sweat and have fun. And it is, it's about that energy that you get from other people and from the music. I think it's like kind of creating an experience. And I think it's super important, like today's world where everyone's so like, you know, maybe you work from home, there's Facebook, maybe you don't like get together with your friends as much because you're just like texting or whatever. It's like, you know, it's almost a social outlet. When you go, you know, we, we need that. It's still an important part of society, you know? With childcare. And they're childcare. They're so sweet. And, and they, they really are nice to our babies. And everyone can see the babies. It cheers everyone up. It's like the seniors, they see the babies. It's like, it's, yeah. it's a whole little community. It's, yeah. It's, it's really nice. It is. But you teach a lot of different types of fitness classes so if someone wants to get back out there how would you help them like what advice would you give as far as finding the right class for you like your yes. personalities mm-hmm. going with what hmm. like what have you seen well i don't know if you can necessarily like label a class to like a particular personality because you know there's definitely a, a lot of introverts that come to like nightclub cardio or whatever. So I mean, yeah. And they just love to dance. So it's like, and it's, sometimes it surprises you. Um, I think it's just like, you just have to keep trying different classes, whatever naturally appeals to you or what you're naturally drawn to, you know, just go, you can stay for like the first 30 minutes. You don't have to stay for the whole class. Um, I think one thing that I see a lot is like people getting back into fitness. It's usually around January or February. They've made like a new year's <laughs> resolution. Yes. The gym is so packed. There are no parking in the parking lot. And these people just get gung ho. They're like, I'm going to get fit this year. I'm going to stop eating sugar. I'm going to stop eating gluten, dairy, all of it. I'm going to work out every day. And it's like they just get burned out or because they haven't worked out in so long and they're going so hard that they injure themselves. Right. You know what I mean? It's like you can't jump to point Z if you're starting at A. Like, let's just do baby steps. Let's start with like a yoga class. Let's do like the first 30 minutes. And it's so hard. It is. You get excited. But um, I think you know, just try the buffet, but do it slowly. Ease it in. You're not trying to win any sort of race. And if the weight's going to come off, it's, um, you know, you want it to come off slowly. You don't want it to be this dramatic drop or you're not going to keep it off. You know, it has to be slow. I say like focus more on how does working out make you feel? How do you feel? Do you feel happy after you exercise? Do you feel good about yourself? Do you see small changes happening in your body and it kind of shifts your confidence a little bit? You know, you're able to like pick up something really heavy and make it through the first 30 minutes of a class. Like it, I've seen it change the way people carry themselves, the way they walk into a room. It's like, not because they're wearing a smaller pant size, but they feel good about themselves. They're, when it's, it's that mind-body connection. When you start moving your body, I really think there's a shift that happens. Yeah, I really believe in endorphins. It. Endorphins, they powerful out. thing. Right, and we actually had um, an interview with a therapist, and 
she said that was one of the reasons why she loves being a therapist to see that you know the transition with her clients from like their whole body demeanor changes she says mm. like one day it clicks for them and you know it's starting to they start to feel good about themselves and they walk into the room and you can see that change happening and apparently wow. you see that as well wow as a powerful. fitness instructor yeah because it's so fitness is so powerful it is it can be like therapy i think <laughs> all right well i have a question this yeah. is for me so what type of exercise would you recommend for someone who builds muscle quickly and they don't want their butt to get bigger? Mm. <laughs> um, I also teach um, Pilates reformer classes mm -hmm. and uh, that is a great way because it is resistance, uh, but <clears throat> you're kind of building longer, leaner muscles. Um, there's stretching and strength involved in Pilates. And so the stretching help length, helps to lengthen the muscle. And then there's that resistance part that's gonna strengthen the muscles. And it really works a lot on your core muscles. Okay, so Pilates Reformer. Yeah, I think Pilates Reformer is a great way to go. Um, it can be, you know, kind of pricey, but because the Pilates studios are like separate little studios and then you have to buy packages at each one but a great way to like try different one ones out is class pass um <clears throat> so you can go to class pass and it's cheaper to take a class um and then you can try out you know like this spin studio over here or this pilates studio or this yoga studio if um being a member at like a large gym like the ymca or la fitness or something is not your Deals. We have a, your vibe, you know, a membership at Lifetime that I don't think I've used in two years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, maybe class pass would be a good way to explore some of these smaller studios because a lot of people are intimidated by them because they're just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to pay that much, you know, just to work out. And so you don't use it. That is true. Yeah. <clears throat> and you don't necessarily just want to do the same thing every day. You don't want to do like Pilates every day. So. You know, yes. Yeah. Okay. What would you recommend for older people? Someone's it's middle aged and they're getting into exercise. They never really exercised before, and they want to start. I think as you age, everybody needs to pick up some weight. It is uh, really the cure to so many different problems that the human body experiences as it ages. Okay. It strengthens your bones. And it also strengthens strengthens the muscles supporting the bone. Okay. And we all know as we get older, your bones become more brittle. There's osteoporosis. There's a myriad of problems that can happen. Um, and you just need that um, strength and mobility work. If you could mix in like some strength weight training classes with some yoga classes to keep your body flexible, I think that is like the perfect combination i didn't realize that um weight training helps with your bone strength yes it strengthens the actual bone okay cardio is going to be hard as you get older because you don't want that impact on your joints, joints. your hips and your knees you know it yeah. gets hard so take the impact out do weights and yoga that's what i say okay. or swimming swimming is great too there. yeah <laughs> so i have one more question before we go to our break is there any benefit to wearing weighted vest? Because I've noticed that a lot of people are wearing <laughs> weighted vest when working out. Is there any I've never benefit? Seen that. No? 
<laughs> I guess we're not that hip at uh <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I think it, it might just be like, uh, you know, a good conversation starter. <laughs> like maybe if you're trying to pick up chicks at the gym, like, whoa, where'd you get that weighted? <laughs> okay. So there's no I mean, benefit. I mean, I'm sure there's some benefit. It's added resistance, but you could also just pick up some, some hand weights. You don't need to really purchase <laughs> this. I'm gonna have to Google weighted vest. Yeah, I, I'm trying to imagine. I'm fascinated <laughs> with this now. Well, I even know because uh, when my son goes to um, their soccer conditioning class, sometimes the kids are wearing them when weighted vest. Okay, when they're working. So out. this isn't just like some. It's not just some sexy man. Like, <laughs> like grunting at the gym. Oh gosh, no, that's yeah. too scary to think about. Okay. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back with Morgan to discuss fitness. Maybe Brienne will have some insight on weighted vest when we return. No, not <laughs> weighted vest, but I do have some questions. All right. Hey, I have a question. When you were talking about people who start in January and they come in really hard and then they get hurt, um, at that point, I had a facial expression that was guilt. <laughs> That's exactly what happened to me. Well, it wasn't January, um, but it, it, actually it, it probably was like February or something, but it was, it had that momentum. I'm like, I want to get in shape. I've been in shape before. I was going every day for, um, like a good year and I've gotten, I was so strong. And then, um, I don't know, I guess summer happened. So I think it was, it was actually a full incident for me. Wait, so summer happened and I had to stop working out as often because the kids were home and schedules were changed and vacation. And I just got out of my routine, you know, yeah. lost some muscle tone and decided to just get right back into it. And just working out, instead of going in like once or twice a week, I think it's a full week. And by the end of the week, I remember doing a dance class and just thinking, oh, my back hurts. And I was thinking, oh, I need a, I need a massage. Mm. And it was m much worse than that because they, it took a few weeks off. And then I was doing another, it took about three weeks off just to heal because the doctors did go to the doctor. And she's like, you just need to heal and just take time off. And um, she said to me, well, maybe, you know, Zumba or dance isn't your thing anymore. Oh, maybe gosh. you should do something else, right? She's like, maybe, you know, you're getting older and you're just not there. So just <laughs> take some time off and then go back. And when I went back, I remember I was doing this step and it wasn't in your class. <laughs> it wasn't in that, I'm like, that was where I went wrong. I shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have been in a different class. No. It wasn't in your class. It wasn't even at the Y because now I've moved up to other classes and other mm. places. And I remember doing this step and um, I went down just like a television show and I came back up and it was like, oh no. You know, it was, it was, I was messed up. Like my oh, back no. was how long? Well, um, and then I had to start doing physical therapy. Oh, I had no. to start doing physical therapy and I did my physical therapy. But again, you know, kids, summer came and I had to cut my physical therapy, not by much, maybe by three or four sessions mm -hmm. because I just didn't have the childcare. And I tried to go back to the gym, but it was just the momentum was kind of lost. And mm -hmm. now I'm kind of afraid again. Yeah. So like for someone like me who has injured themselves and they're a little bit afraid and maybe they can't start back in the thing that they love, which for mm. me is dance. Yeah. Like what, what do you suggest? Because there's no fun. I've done the yoga thing and it's 
But yeah. it's fun. There's no music in yoga. I have a suggestion yeah. of what yeah. Morgan says doesn't work out. Have you seen those old older women on PBS who exercise in the chair? Sit and be fit. <laughs> sit and be fit. I don't know. I think they'll be really angry if they go to sit and be fit class. They're like, you don't yeah. I'm joking, Maria. I'm joking. <laughs> no. So like what like what is the suggestion? Well, I'm not a doctor, but um I think like if you're not working out at all right now, you have to start just doing some kind of movement. Are you, you know walking I mean? daily? After my children. <laughs> Maybe you could start. I, I have to start, like, I have to start from scratch again. But it's it's so, like, yoga to me is so boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you can try doing really lightweight and like a strength class. I mean, I don't know if you've ever done that, but some of the weightlifting classes are like set to music. So like you body know, pump. Yeah, like body okay. pump. So it's like it's like a music driven class. Um, and it is kind of similar to dance in that way, even though you're not moving your feet, your feet are stationary, but um, you know, you just need to start moving your body again, whatever that means. Um, and you have to just kind of test it out and see what feels right to you. But it's a very slow easing back into it. You so know? two classes a week, one class a week, a half a class each um, time, you think? I mean, you just have to kind of play it by ear and see how your body responds to it. Remember I played it by ear last time. I was there for five days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're having back problems going into a dance class and like whipping your head around and like, right. <laughs> maybe you should try getting all turned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about the, the, um, the ballet class? Oh, there's a bar. Um, and I know it sounds like it's ballet inspired, but it's really not. It's a lot of, we use lighter weights in there. We use like resistance booty bands. Um, well, it's like a loop and you kind of put it around your legs. And so it creates resistance. So it, it really gives you a lot of burn in the thigh and butt area. So going to increase that muscle mass. Um, it's not going to increase it. It's going to tone it up and tighten it. Okay. It shouldn't get any larger. Okay. Yeah. And that's a, it's just a group class. Mm -hmm. So do you think that's something I could start oh, yeah. with? Oh, yeah. We should try Yes, it. for sure. Yeah. It's low impact. So unlike dance, you're, you're not going to be doing like the cardio aspect. And do you judge when people sneak out halfway through No, not at all. I encourage it. Okay. Especially if they're new to class. I'm like. You need to go. She doesn't want you <laughs> passing out on her watch. Well, yeah, and I just I don't want them to get so sore or injure themselves that they don't come back. I'm right. gonna see you again. Yeah. So be smart about it. You know. Yeah. Because my thing for my I remember when I started to dance again. Um, what I would do was come in the middle of the class, like at end of class, because I hated leaving in the middle of the class. I feel mm. like I kind of failed. You don't mind walking in late, but you can't. <laughs> I don't because okay. you kind of just not know. You can't. You won't be noticed if it's a dance class so much if you walk in late because everyone's moving and doing their own thing, like you said. So why would yeah. they notice you on the way out? Um, I feel bad. Oh, okay, okay. Not that it's I feel bad, that yeah. I feel like, oh man, I didn't finish. Okay. But I used to like to come in in the middle, <laughs> and then I'm like, yes, I did half an hour. I finished the class. I finished the class. I always thought it was just like your kids made you late. Something. Right, no, I I planned it. <laughs> I love it. I because I even <laughs> joke with someone, another um. I think sometimes I'll be hanging out like before the class, and someone's like, "Don't you have to go?" I'm like, mm, "I'll go in five minutes." <laughs> I'm like, "No," but then when I finish that whole. 
thing. Like I completed it. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. So regardless, you started. Yeah. Right. And you finished. And, and I had to walk out with everyone like a, like a winner. Right. You're a warrior. But you can't do that if you've been injured because you need to get, get another class for the warm up. You just can't just do that. You gotta be. So you can like walk with right. purpose towards the class. And you can't do that either when it comes to those bar classes. I'm going in plus. Here I go. Stretch those muscles. Take exactly. One steps. You know, exactly. Oh. But the bar classes, you can't do that because they're popular and they're packed. You won't get a space if you try. Because I have tried that. Well, and maybe you yeah, should go in and go harder. use the restroom, stake out your territory, <laughs> get everything set up. Go so use I the restrooms. Like yes. I just mentioned the bingo people. <laughs> Mine. Go use like the person in the restroom, and then you come back halfway through, and you finish yeah. the bag. That's what you have to but do. But I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do old. I'm just gonna yeah. take 47. There's a comment the beginning, like, and just face the fact this is where I'm at, and just eat it, right. and then walk out if I need to, or just take a break. Because I've seen people do that, just take a break, or there's all, and you also give um mod um, modifications, modifications as well. Yeah. So. Okay. And I mean, there's you, you can't. You know, everybody has to start somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? So if you always find an excuse like, oh, I'm not very fit, I've worked out in so long, then you're never going to start. You right. know what I mean? It's like every single person at the gym has some kind of issue that they're dealing with. You know what I mean? But um, I think it's good at like building also mental toughness, you know, finishing a workout. It's not just for your body, like mentally, um, it puts you in a better place, you know? Right. And uh, it gives you a little bit of grit, which translates over into life. I think when you run into certain problems, you know, I, I feel like um, you're in a better position to handle things. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe you'll see me next week. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. And for people who don't know how to fit it in, like, do you have any suggestions? Mm. Well, I mean, luckily we live in the time that we do. You can get apps on your phone. You can get apps on your TV, on the Roku or whatever, with fitness channels. You can, I mean, there's a big workout at home movement right now that I have absolutely no desire to do. Neither do I. <laughs> we talked about that earlier. It's not, it's not I know, but some people really dig that. I, I know some people I haven't seen with the Y in a while, and they're like, oh, I bought this you know app and I work out in my living room every morning I'm like okay if that works for you awesome you know that yeah that's right you know you're recording you're recording in my husband's workout oh that that sweaty smell you don't have a lot of time it's always good to um you know have a friend who kind of keeps you accountable if there's someone who you know, is willing to meet up with you for a quick run around the neighborhood. I love running. Um, yeah, a quick a walk around the park. I wasn't a runner until I tried the couch, the 5K app. I I've done that. And it's still, it, you still didn't really care for it? It's boring. Um, <laughs> I think it's boring. I just, like, like I said, I like the social aspect. I do agree. I do agree. That getting the steps right. Hanging out with the teacher afterwards, knowing what, you know, yes. just knowing. Yeah. That first 17 minute key, run is hard. It's, it's, I, I, I like that, the social aspect, especially since I'm a stay-at-home mom. So it, it, it does right. help me. So the whole solitary run thing or having to figure out what music to play. I can't to run me, with music. To keep me calm, it's, it's not for me. I don't want anything touching this bad enough that I have to wear clothing. <laughs> 
because I used to you have know, my armband on. naked movement. So I have to like flip up my shirt and after, you know, the second C-section, my stomach is not cute at all. So it, it's running just doesn't work. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know, but it's like if, if you have, you know, if you can carve out 30 minutes in your day, even 20 minutes and you just really focus and dedicate that time to, you know, uh, good workout. I mean, I think that can be enough for some people. Right. Like I think it's consistency over time and, um, you know, just realizing that it's like, it's a lifestyle. I know that that term is probably annoying. No, but it's true. But it is, it's like, you know, the people you're not trying to win some sort of race. It's not who can get fit the fastest. It's like, you're going to have days where you're not going to be able to fit it in. You're going to have days where you're just like, I don't feel like working out today. Like I don't feel good. I can't make it happen. But that doesn't mean then you just like wipe all of the work away. You just keep chipping away every day. You know, it's like just trying to live your best life. Right. Just because you ate a bag of potato chips in the car doesn't mean that the next choice that you make for yourself can't be like some something healthy to nourish your body. You don't, you know what I mean? It's no, like, no, you're making sense. Every day we get up, we just try to do the best that we can. And, you know, just these little improvements over time. Um, I think it's really just about being consistent about trying to show up for yourself every day. You know, right. you show up for your family, you do all this crazy shit for your family all the time. You know what I mean? All the time. And you hop on one foot and you rub your head and you're like, <laughs> you know, how can I, make your life great and how can I assist you with what you want to do? And you know, women just naturally do that. I mean, we just ooze like, let me help you. Let me, let me make your life amazing. And then we don't ever do that for ourselves, you know? Right. And it's like that, that to me is like what my personal fitness journey has been about just showing up for myself every day and just be like, Morgan, you're going to do this. You're going to do it for yourself. You're going to finish it. You're going to feel good after you do it. You're not going to want to do it before you do it every single day. I'm like, I don't want to work out still, still. And I just, I just do it every day. I'm like, do this. And I'm so glad, you know, and it, it really, it's just that consistency. Yeah. Right something there. you said just clicked on me too. Like accepting that you aren't going to want to do it. Like mm -hmm. it's okay. Cause sometimes you just feel like, Oh, I, you want to want to do something or you have to like, I guess it's like going to work. You don't want to go to yeah, work. Yeah, it's work. Do. It's work. You do it because it's you know there's a fun. benefit to it. Yeah. Right. But I used to actually enjoy working out, like look forward to it. And I feel, do too. And feel sad when I missed it. Mm -hmm. But especially some, but you have to accept sometimes for you to have that joy, you have mm -hmm. to go push through those days. I, yes. I've heard people call it sometimes showing up ugly. Just push through those days and um, that. accept that you don't want to do it, but still do it. Like accept that this is the process. And I think it's also That's finding so something that you enjoy doing because if it's an exercise class that I didn't like, those are the ones that I least likely, I right. really didn't want to get up. So yeah. if I was going to a 5.30 class, it had to be a class that I enjoy because I'm like, I right. need to go to bed so I can get up and be at my 5.30 class. Right. So I think that, maybe I'm wrong and you do this professionally, but I would think that that's part of the component. If you enjoy what you're doing, it helps you push through those hard moments. Right. 
Yeah, I think you guys are totally right about that. If I could feel the way that I do after I work out, if I could be in that, that head space, um, then I probably wouldn't work out. Honestly, I'm like, I have a very specific goal. It's like, I'm trying to get to that head space where I feel like I can handle my life basically, right. you know, where I can like, you know, not have to pour from an empty cup. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, I like the way I feel. It's usually about halfway through my workout. My body's like, yeah, this is good. This is good. <laughs> and then afterwards, like all the endorphins are going crazy and I'm like, okay, I'm so glad I did this. But every single morning when I wake up, I'm not like, I cannot wait to get to the gym. I am going to tear it up. You know, it's like, I have to really, uh, push myself to get there. Okay, well, before we wrap up, I have two questions for you, Morgan, and I'll ask them separately so I don't overwhelm you. I know I'm bad about <laughs> asking rapid-fire questions. The first question is, tell me about your diet. So for you, is it all physical fitness, or do you have a diet component to your lifestyle? I definitely have a diet component to my lifestyle. It's evolved, just like uh, working out for me has evolved and become more of a lifestyle over time. Um, I as I've gone through my fitness journey, my diet's gotten cleaner and cleaner and cleaner. Okay. Um, it used to be, I ate whatever I want. I drank whatever I want and I just busted my butt in the gym. You know what I mean? And then as you get older, I'm going to be 41 next month. You know, you start to see that the exercise, you're not getting the results that you want, um, without supporting it with nutrition. Um, so then it, started to be where I ate really clean during the week. And then on the weekends, it was like a free for all. Yeah. Yes. I found it. Did not work for me. Yes. I just wanted all the things. So the fries. French fries. <laughs> I know my, my thing is chips and queso. It's like kryptonite to me when I see it. I'm like, <laughs> my husband's like, walk away because he knows that. I, I mean, I won't stop until the whole bowl is gone, but I mean, I'm a Texas girl, so what can I say? Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um, so I think now what I've allowed myself to do is uh, once again with how you feel. I notice I feel different when I'm eating healthier, when I'm eating a lot of junk, when I'm consuming a lot of alcohol. I don't feel as good. My workouts aren't as good. I'm in a different place mentally. Okay. Um, so I kind of let that drive me. If I see a delicious warm cookie and I want a cookie, I have a cookie. Right. You know what I mean? I but try not to have, have five cookies. I try not to have five, but I don't know. If you catch me on the wrong day, I might have five cookies. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a work in progress. And, um, you know, I just try to do the best I can. I noticed that in my house, if I keep lots of good options in my house, it's much easier for me to do good, you know, I job agree. with my diet. If oh. there's those temptations around you all the time, it's like, we're human. We're going we? to eat them. Yeah. So I kind of try to think of food as like just another way that you can take care of yourself and nurture yourself and show up for yourself. Um, and I definitely do notice as I get older, it's just like, I, I just need you know, to, to eat a lot cleaner, to, to feel good. It, okay. it, it does get cleaning. It does get harder. There's many benefits to it. There really are. It, it yeah. never stops. It what? It never stops. It benefits to cleaning. No, I think it's just a way to live. So and I'm true. I, I, I want mine. 
our weakness. I'm not gonna say it's a weakness. We buy chips. I love potato chips. Yeah. I'm not in the homemade. I hate kettle chips. So we buy a potato <laughs> chip. Good bag of Lay's, right? Yeah, but you know what? I like the Lay's simply. Uh -huh. with those. I yes. love those. And the uh, the Central Market, like the exotic chips, the mm. beet chips, sweet potato. Oh, I love the those. The veggie chips. Yes. That's a good option. Yeah, I love those. So I think it's good. I truly agree with you saying that it's all about, I guess, balance and yeah. moderation. But clean eating, it's good. And it's okay if you have a few things. At least I do think so. For sure. But I'm hearing something even bigger in this from what Morgan's saying. It's all about like, I'm loving the whole follow how you feel thing. Intuitive. Is that part of intuitive eating? Are you familiar with that concept? I'm not. But just even with the, with the exercise, just following that. like how you feel yeah. and using that as your gauge, yes. not just, you know, this work for this person or this work for this person. But, and I just find as I'm getting older, a lot of it is like, Listening to your body. Listening to your body. And, and young children do that. You know, mm -hmm. they, there have been studies where, you know, you give toddlers options of food and it just seems like they're, all they're eating is one particular food. But after a while, you realize in the course of a week, they've actually eaten um, everything that they need to grow. Mm. But it was in a, a different format than what we think it should yeah. be. Yes. But they were following their body. Mm -hmm. You know, they were they knew what they wanted. You know, somehow in life we get taken off that course. But yeah. again and again, I'm just hearing Morgan say it again. She's following what she feels, and I'm really inspired. Yeah. And I'm gonna work out now. <laughs> I may have to leave the class a little early nice. at the start, That's but okay. owning that. Are you gonna call and leave with everyone else so that you will feel as if you've accomplished? Yeah, but we, I mean, we just focus so much in society on the exterior and like this is what I want to look like, and I just hate that you know, seeing people at the gym and they're like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. Right. I want to fit into this by July because I've got a vacation coming up and whatever. And it's like, that to me is, is, is a recipe for failure. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like exercise because you like the way you feel. Eat healthy because you like the way it makes your body feel because of the mental headspace that it puts you in. Don't have the, you know what I mean? And right. then, because it's going to be harder to maintain. For sure. And it's just, you know, I don't know, once you achieve that like physical goal of fitting into like size five pants or whatever, right. it's like, you know, if you don't have those, those strong, um, you know, habits in if it's place, not a part of your lifestyle, you're exactly. Then it's back. just like, you're you know, 15 again, or you're not in tune with how you feel. And that's how key. you feel, right? Yeah. I'm like, because you can about fit in a feel. certain pair of jeans. And then after that, cause I'm, I, guilty of this get to that size and just like lose it all because right. you don't care anymore because that's what you wanted but when it's that's following how you feel yeah. you always want to feel good right you always want to feel good and if you wake up in the morning and you're like i cannot do that crazy hardcore boot camp today i'm gonna listen to my body i'm gonna go to a yoga class or i'm gonna take a long walk you know what i mean like whatever it but is i'm still gonna like, show up yes show myself. up listen to yourself let that be your guide every day you know okay and for my last question since you know we're talking to mommies and i'm not the only mommy with a stomach that is um never going to recover from a c-section what can you do to maybe 
minimize the damage. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's a common problem. And um, I can tell you that you can build that core strength back after having the cesarean section. I know they cut through the the abdominal muscles. Um, a lot of women also have that diastasis recti, even if they didn't have a cesarean section just from having like really large babies. Yeah, I have that. Yeah, there's a separation of those stomach muscles there. And you can actually feel it. You can do the two finger tests just um, below your belly button and you can feel that separation of the muscles there. Um, so what you're going to want to avoid is crunches. Crunches are not your friends, okay? okay? You're going to want to do more what you call a static exercise where your body's still, you're holding a plank, okay? You can get, or you can come down on your elbows and hold a hover. And if it's a real struggle for you, you can start on your knees first. And as you build up your strength, then you're going to try to come up to your toes and lift your knees off the floor and just start. Let's see if I can hold this for 10 seconds. Let's see if I can add a little bit of time. Right. And over time, um, you know, you'll be planking your face off. And that's, that's going to be a more restorative way to start building that core strength and crunches. Um, and crunches. crunches are kind of tend to pull the abdominal right. muscles apart. So, okay. yeah. So okay. that's what I would say. Okay. So for it is possible. For all my other C-section mommy friends. Let's work on planking. So, uh, thank you, Morgan. Thank you for so coming. Fun. I'm so excited. So I have friends who are interviews. A and <laughs> My neighbors always invite me to Jazzercise. Oh, it's amazing. I'm a size kid. I grew up as a child here at Jazzercise. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. Yes. I did. I never taken that job. Well, well, I mean, I think for us, that was what our parents were doing. Because yes. you said that you're 41, that was like the big thing. So I was always at the, um, the I think it was president and first lady oh. fitness <laughs> facility on West Belfort. That's yeah. where I was. Yeah. Like, you know, four days a week, oh my jazzercise was going on. So thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. The podcast is over, but that does not mean that the conversation has to end. Connect with Brianne and I on Instagram at Mommy, Where Is My Shoe? Or you may email us at podcast at Mommy, Where Is My We also have a website, so check it out www.mommywhereismyshoe.com. Before you go, do us a favor. If you like Mommy, Where Is My Shoe, the podcast, please rate us in your app. And if you don't like it, email us at podcast at mommywhereismyshoe.com and tell us why. Either way, thank you for the feedback. Goodbye.